Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to the Well-Built Humans podcast. I'm your host, Brandon LaRue. This is the inaugural Well-Built Humans podcast. What are we going to talk about? Well, flooding our eyes and ears is a sea of propaganda, celebrity wisdom, and facades. While many in our culture feast on that, there's real people with real stories making a difference and taking roads less traveled. This is their story. I pray you are blessed by these well-built humans as I am. So that's what we are going to talk about on the Well-Built Humans podcast. We're going to talk about all things that make you well-built. We're going to talk about family. We're going to talk about faith. We're going to talk about health, fitness, of course, nutrition, personal development, leadership, mindset. I'm not pigeonholing myself into one category here. Um, I don't take the name of my company, Well-Built Humans, lightly. And what we're going to talk about and what we're going to bring is content that will help you build a well-built life. So we're going to have awesome people on that you've probably never heard of. We're not going to have big-time celebrities, although maybe one will show up from time to time depending on um, how this audience grows. And I'd love to have some of that perspective. But you know what? The reality is most of us are never going to be super famous. Um, And not that celebrities don't have or can't have some applicable wisdom that we can take from them. However, there's a lot of average, ordinary, dare I say, as my one of my best friends says, extraordinarily average, or um, how does he put it, exceptionally average humans that we can draw wisdom from in the area of health, finances, faith, family, parenting, leadership, nutrition, etc. So I am just going to rant in this first episode and talk about myself Um, not in an egotistical manner, but just so you get a chance to know who I am if you're not familiar with the Well-Built Humans brand. Okay, so again, my name is Brandon LaRue. Um, I live in southeast Minnesota. I'm not going to give you the exact address because I don't know if you're a psycho, but I love my family. I have three beautiful children. I have a beautiful wife that I've been married to for going on 10 years, and I'm madly in love with her. Uh, I have a very strong faith life that I wish was stronger yet. Um, So I am a Christ follower, and I love to hunt and fish. Man, it's it's about what I think about most days. (laughs) I love health, fitness, and nutrition, specifically as a vessel to bring about change in people's lives, positive change in their life. Obviously, the, the, the main thing is just getting healthier, right? Let's live longer, let's have less pains, let's be a little bit more resilient. And uh, I don't want to dive down the buzzworthy pandemic trail, but I I did a nutrition seminar last night after a a boot camp that I did with uh, several people in a local community near mine. And it's been a blast doing that and working with these ladies and and, and some young men that come to it. And uh, got the opportunity to educate them last night about nutrition. And part of that was just talking about the last couple of years has revealed how vulnerable certain populations in our country, the United States of America, and many countries for that matter, but certainly our country, 
which is one of the sickest countries in the world, how vulnerable some demographics are. Um, some demographics are always going to be vulnerable when you're in later stage of life, but when we are in, call it the wheelhouse of life, okay, say sub 65, we can be remarkably healthy and remarkably resilient, provided there's no genetic predisposition. Um, you know, I have a special needs daughter, uh, my middle daughter, she's six years old and has a very rare form of epilepsy, a genetic mutation. Okay, so that's, that's where I'm going with genetic predisposition. There's some things that God has designed certain people in a way that they are vulnerable and always will be. Um, is that fair? I don't know. <laughs> I wrote a book about it, and there's some certain some things that I, I wish my daughter could be able to do that I can do, and there's certain things that she's able to do that I cannot do or I want to be better at, even though she can't walk, talk, hold her head up. <laughs> or feed herself. Um, so my point is some populations are always going to be vulnerable, but if you have the capacity and wherewithal to, and you're like most humans out there, relatively healthy, meaning you don't have some sort of genetic reason why you shouldn't be, our country's full of people, in fact, the majority of people that don't take care of themselves. and in a roundabout way, I'm talking about using health and fitness as a vessel to bring about not only positive physical, physiological health changes, but it's also a phenomenal vessel to bring about mindset change, to bring about perspective shifts, to squash entitlement and bring about empowerment in people's lives. So I'm passionate about that. Um, people think that I, I'm a workout freak and I just love to work out. I could work out all day, every day. And that's just not the case. Working out is a discipline. And that's another big thing that falls under the category of, of um, personal development and mindset is the ability to have some stinking discipline. The ability to do some things that you don't necessarily want to do to get results that you do want to have in your life. And um, quite frankly, I mean... I've had, the, I've had the privilege and blessing of working with a, a broad range of human beings from um, geriatrics, which is older people, to um, world-class athletes, to um, sub-world-class athletes, like collegiate and, and high school athletes, and all the way down to youth. I'm, I'm a youth wrestling coach now, <laughs> and um, that, that population challenges me every day. I got practice tonight. And um, it has, I have the blessing of working on my patients and, and uh, developing a better way to communicate with a younger population. Um, but where I was going with that is uh, there's, it's become quite obvious that there's some generations missing the blessings of discipline, hard work, doing things you don't necessarily want to do to get results that you do want to have, grit determination, and, and I think um, wrestling, <laughs> if I could get off on a tangent, is one of the very best tools to develop those things in a young man and a young woman's life. Um, actually, girls wrestling is becoming one of the fastest growing sports in our country. So I want to include the ladies into that sport where traditionally it was a man's sport. But um, 
we have to learn to develop some of these things and working out for me is a, is a discipline. I love having worked out. I don't love working out. I don't jump out of bed, um, boom, jumping jacks, smiling. Oh, I almost forgot to brush my teeth because I just can't wait to work out. No, 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 it's not that way at all. I roll out of bed just like you roll out of bed and go, ugh, already? But I've trained the discipline muscle in my brain, in my wiring of my body to go, okay, it's time to get up. I've learned to override the impulse to stay in bed. I've learned to override the impulse to say, oh, I'll just do it tomorrow. Because the more you make decisions like that, and working out isn't, you know, it, this isn't relegated to just working out. This is relegated to um, making a good nutritional decision. It's making a good financial decision. It's making a good faith decision. It's good making a good parenting decision. Making a good performance decision at your job or career or business. Discipline transcends um, that decision to get up and work out in the morning. So if you work that dis discipline muscle, so to speak, you're literally insulating your mental hardware to make more decisions like that in the future. Decisions that aren't necessarily the easy route, but they're the one that you know you should do to get the result you do want to have. The more you choose the excuse route, the more that route gets insulated and your mental hardwiring becomes more predisposed to making that decision over and over and over again. And it becomes apparent after years and decades in life what decisions humans have been making. But the good news is no matter where you fall with your mental and physical hardwiring and decision-making processes, you can change. You can change. Every passing second is another opportunity to turn it all around. You see, change doesn't need to take a ton of time. Change can happen in an instant. The decision to make the change may take some time, but when you make the change, it can happen instantaneously. I've seen it. I've seen people have reach a breaking point and in a moment's time, and I've been one of them, make it make a change make a decision and do a complete 180. I've done it and I'll talk about some hard topics on this thing and we'll bring on guests to talk about some hard topics. As a man, I've done some of these things. I remember back in college, I remember back in college when uh, I was living a pretty worldly life. And what I mean by that is I, I, I wasn't, I didn't have a strong faith. I didn't know who Jesus was. I didn't have my heart and mind transformed. My favorite Bible verse is Romans 12 too. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. My mind hadn't been renewed. I was heavily conformed to what the world seduces us to be like. Uh, I, was, I was a womanizing, partying, Van Wilder of a college kid. If you haven't seen that movie, that's it's probably, if you wanna know what, what I, college I kinda lived, that was about it. Uh, I'm not proud of it, um, but that worldly existence is, is what I lived and what I lived for. And um, during those years of my life, uh, I, I had convictions. I had these moments where I knew what I was doing wasn't right, and, but I didn't have a framework or a perspective that caused me to change. And in an instant, when I turned 27, 
um, I had an encounter. I, I had a I had a faith moment, a profound one, where, man, I, I chose and I made the decision to follow Christ in my life. And that might weird you out a little bit, but I encourage you to not just shut this off because um, someone has a strong faith. I promise you that I'm quite normal <laughs> and, and relatable. And a lot of the people on this podcast will be those things. And you'll be able to relate to that inner struggle you have when you're battling um, worldly things. In other words, sinful things like womanizing, <laughs> addiction to porn, and um, partying and, and drunkenness, and experimenting with drugs and all those things. That was my life. Now, I wasn't a bad person, okay? I was just in a, a pattern of, of habitual um, sin and things that I knew I shouldn't have been doing. And quite honestly, uh, I'm not saying I'm perfect. There's certainly things that I still struggle with and still have sin in my life. We shouldn't run from that word sin. I know it carries a lot of burden, carries some weight, but um, I made a decision when I was 27 and with with the help of Christ. Um, now, I wasn't made perfect in that moment and I'm still not. Okay, I might be beating a dead horse there, but... Um, Something happened in that moment, and I've had supernatural help ever since to turn away from some things that were really weighing at me. And I am 1,000% convinced in my heart, no one could change me up, could change my mind otherwise, that something supernaturally happened in that moment and has given me the strength to pursue um, righteousness. And, and I know that carries a can carry a negative connotation. Oh, you're so self-righteous. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about loving my wife the way she deserves to be loved. Being a father that I know I wanted to be, but wasn't being. And I'm still on those journeys. And being a better human, treating other people better, giving grace, forgiveness, um, accepting forgiveness in my own life. Um, so that's what I'm talking about. I made a decision that has transformed my life instantaneously. Now, faith isn't the only place that this can happen. This can happen anywhere, right? You can choose right now. You might be, uh, health and fitness is, a, is always a great way to explain something. But I mean, if you're struggling with being overweight, you're maybe you're 50 pounds, 25 pounds, 100 pounds overweight. I mean, literally in this next minute, you can make, you can draw a line in the sand and say enough is enough. And you just got to go find the support um, mechanisms to help you get to where you want to get. You can make that decision in the next 30 seconds because 30 seconds has already passed. You can choose to start the business that you've always wanted to start in the next 10 seconds and say enough is enough. I'm sick and tired of, I know I'm meant for more. I know I'm meant to serve more. I have this idea that I know it could bless five, 10, maybe a million people. And I've been sitting on it for a decade and I only got one life to live. And I know at the end of this life, whenever that is for me, I'm gonna look back on it and I am gonna look back with regret because of all these things that I know I should have done, but I didn't do because I just procrastinated until my deathbed. You might be addicted to watching TV, the next greatest 
Netflix series. I watched Yellowstone, three episodes on a flight home from Arizona recently, and I'm like, I can see how people get addicted. This is good. This is fun to watch. Um, although there's some pretty worldly stuff in there that uh, doesn't necessarily jive, but it, it's entertainment. Entertainment can be addicting. You can make a decision right now. If you're wasting a ton of time, chances are you are because I waste a ton of time, so I'm including myself. We waste so much time on things that aren't very productive. So in this long rant, those are some of the things we're going to talk about. We're going to dissect each of these individual items. We're going to talk about some things that are fun to talk about, recreational things, um, hunting, fishing. You know, that's where my passion lies, although we'll talk about a lot of other things. We might talk about rock climbing, hiking, um, skydiving, whatever it may be. But we're also going to talk about some heavy things, some things that are going to make your skin crawl, some things that might be convicting, um, not only to myself as the podcaster, talking about them and or interviewing somebody that's going to challenge me, but also challenge all of us to get better. And if you're going to listen to this podcast, I'm going to say one thing right now is don't confuse conviction with offense. We live in a world where social currency is being offended. It's disgusting. Microaggressions and the more the louder you are about something that offended you or whatever is social currency. And what I mean by social currency is it gets likes, it gets headlines, it's buzzworthy, it's crap. We're all going to be offended in this life, okay? So I think we should just get on with it. And it, but where I'm going with the conviction and offense thing is most oftentimes when we're offended and now there's one, there's, it's one thing to be offended because someone was just plain mean and nasty. And there's people like that out there and it's probably okay to be offended in those situations. Um, but you shouldn't let people have that, that much power over you by something they said or did. Now, most often in my opinion, we are convicted and we confuse that with offense. So something convicts us of something in our life that we know we should be doing better, but we confuse that conviction or correction and use that as a, as a way to produce change in our lives that's positive for us. And we just get offended and we get angry and we middle finger them. Don't confuse conviction with offense. It'll steal some of the most valuable lessons that can bring about the most positive change in your life. So this is the inaugural Well-Built Humans podcast. I'm your host, Brandon LaRue. I'm honored to be able to bring this to you. I hope that it imparts some wisdom and gets you thinking and produces some positive change in your life, helps you become the well-built human that you want to become. Episode one, God bless you. Love you. Out.